Hey guys, Ed from Paranormal Inc. Ohio here, back at it again with another podcast episode. Tonight is a new episode about a house that I have investigated in the past. It is a murder house. Uh, I will not divulge any names or anything else like that. I will give, like, let's say, the murderer will be the murderer and the family will be the family. So that's how I'm going to do this. So let's start it out. Um, This house is out in the middle of nowhere. Uh, It has recently been demolished and uh, built a new one there. This is the, I believe, the multiple attempt of somebody living in this area. What had happened, that it happened in the 1970s and 80s. Uh, That's all I'm going to put. I'm going to say it's between the 70s and the 80s. And... A entire family was brutally murdered inside this house. Now, to take it back, how it all started, the kids liked the kids that lived with the family would like to mess around and play pranks on the neighbors. You know, hide this, hide that, but then they'll eventually show them. Well, they was doing it to one neighbor particularly too much, and he constantly showed his unhappiness for this. He would tell the family, like, hey, these kids are hiding my things, I don't like it. Can you please stop them? You know, of course, parents will tell their kids and then kids will be kids. You know, they're going to try to have fun and everything like that. Till one time, it just went too far, evidently, for the murderer. And he decided to go inside the house with a semi-automatic pistol and kill everyone in the house. He started in the kitchen with the mother and the father, then he went through the house killing each and every individual child, including an infant baby. Um, One of the children hid, and he did not find them. Thank God he was quiet enough and hid through the whole thing to where he survived. He was the only surviving member of the family that lived through this massacre. And after that, for years and years and years, this house sat abandoned open for anyone and everyone to come out there to have parties and just destroy the house. But a lot of people would try to buy this home because it really is in a nice picturesque area. It's gorgeous out there. And people would try to live in the home. They would try to fix it. And to no avail, they would try to clean the bloodstains and the bloodstains would come back. The noises that they heard, they would hear gunshots. They would hear what sounded like people screaming, crying, and moaning, and they just couldn't stay. So then the house sat abandoned yet again for many more years until one day I found out about it and I decided that I was going to investigate it. So I went out there with a really good friend of mine who was also uh, my partner in the investigating portion of this, And we went out and walked through the house with another one of our friends. And we was just kind of testing the waters. It it was tough to get back there. The lane was all destroyed and it just had trees fall down in it and everything. But we got back there. And I'm telling you that these people left items in this house. You could tell that people came in and had parties. You know, there was red solo cups everywhere. There was ping pong balls everywhere because... People were playing beer pong and what have you. People had spray-painted the inside of the house. But there were still original things there. 
from different people that lived there. There was furniture still there. There was uh, appliances still there, like refrigerator, stove. Even in the shed in the garage out back, there was motorcycles still out there that people just refused to come back to this house to get. Now, we were going through the house. We found old um, other things that people had left behind. They left behind clothing. They left behind uh, an Atari with old Atari games. And it was just while walking through the house, you could feel the uh, the dark nature of everything. You just It just felt sad as you're walking through the house. And there was also a foreboding feeling that something was watching us. And it was really, it was, it was honestly kind of terrifying. And we did this during the day. We walked through, you know, we caught EVPs of different children's voices. We heard what sounded like a baby crying. Uh, we heard a woman. And again, we could hear things that sound like gunshots. But again, you can explain away the gunshots, I think, because this is out in the country, like out in the middle of nowhere. People like to shoot their guns. Maybe they're out hunting or they're just out having a good time. So I can't necessarily say that the gunshots was anything paranormal, but it was crazy because it sounded like it was right there in the house. You'd be upstairs. You would hear it downstairs. You'd run downstairs. There'd be nothing there. But again, I can't, I can't debunk it. I can't to this day. I still don't, I still don't know. So after we also saw what looked like bloodstains, on the walls throughout the house. And it was just, it was, it was just awful. And we was there for maybe two, three hours and we decided to call it quits. We left. And as we're leaving, I just had this feeling like something didn't want us to go. You ever got that feeling when you leave the house, your kids are in there, you know your kids don't want you to go, like say you're going to work or whatever, they're young, they're little, and they're like, oh, daddy no, or mommy no, don't go to work. That's what it kind of felt like. Like something didn't want us to go. And we had left and went back, we listened to all the evidence and, you know, put it in our filing and just filed it away. Because nobody owned the house, uh, we didn't know if anybody owned the house at the time. We did ask the neighbor. And the neighbor said that it was a part of his family's house. Like his family now owned it. And he didn't mind that we went back there and checked it out. And But he didn't know anything else about it. So a couple of years, two, three years go by. And I'm still thinking about this house. I still drive by it. You know, I see the, the driveway and you know, I just want to go back there. It was like something wanted me to go back there. So one night we went back. It was the middle of the night. We went through the cornfield to try to walk back through there because at this point in time, I lived, you know, near the house. And a good friend of mine, he was like, man, we should go check it out. I said, I know. I said, the owner didn't mind it those years ago. And the, the guy still lived there, but I didn't want to wake him up in the middle of the night. So we walked through the cornfields to get to it. We got to it and... This was the middle of the night. It was terrifying at this point. Um, walking up to the, the front door, it just felt like you're not supposed to be there. It felt like something was telling us not to be there, not to go inside there. We both felt this feeling. Well, we didn't listen to our gut feelings. 
we went inside and we walked around and everything was still the same after all these years everything was still the same you know there was the, the house is falling apart it's deteriorating at this point and we looked upstairs we walked up the stairs a couple of the stairs were kind of weak so we didn't really want to go up all the way but we did and the rooms upstairs it was just a totally different feeling man it was you could hear footsteps through the house so at this point i'm setting up everything i'm getting the equipment ready uh the k2 meter is just going absolutely insane it's going to a solid red and staying there i'm telling you if you want to communicate bring it all the way down the green and it would it would go all the way down the green and then go all the way back up the red and as we're asking questions like who are you you know are you the murderer the murder it can't be the murderer because the murderer's still in prison uh, he's on death row the last i heard he was on death row um at this point in time he was still alive so i know it wasn't the murderer because he's still alive he's in prison and so i didn't get any response back to that so i started asking are you the children you know i didn't get any response i said are you the mother I didn't get any response. I said, are you the father? And the K2 meter, boom, just green, red, green, red, green, red, green, red, green, red. And I'm catching EVPs of it saying, help us, please. And then I got this one that said, leave. It was on the ovulus box. It just flat out said, leave. And then it said, go. And then it said, get out. So I started talking to it. I was like, I don't want to disrespect you. I don't know. You know, I'm sorry about what had happened to you and your family. I'm not here to be disrespectful, but you guys can move on. You can go into the light and move on to the next world. And at that point, all the equipment just shut down. It all died. Batteries all dead and everything. So I tell my buddy, I said, dude, everything's dead. He goes, yeah, everything of mine is dead as well. And at this point, we could hear footsteps again. But this time, it just sounded like it was somebody in the house. So we're walking through the house, and I'm looking around. I can't see anything. It's pitch dark. We have one of those flashlights where we can wind it, and you can turn it on. So I'm winding it, and I'm running it as I'm walking through the house. You know, it's making this noise. We can't really hear anything because it's making that noise. And... I'm running it. I wound it up as much as I could so I could stop making that noise. And I turned it on. I'm looking through the house. We're walking, you know, upstairs, downstairs. We start walking outside. We find a doorway that goes into the basement. We go to go in that basement. And I'm telling you, I did not want to go in that basement. At all did I want to go in that basement. But we did. We walked in there. We're looking at stuff. And all of a sudden, behind us, as we're walking in, it just sounds like twigs are breaking, like somebody's stepping on sticks, twigs or, you know, like debris on the ground. I, I look behind me, I'm looking around, all around with the flashlight. And this is a pretty bright flashlight, you know, you got to continuously wind it, though, to keep the charge on it. So, but there's nothing there. there there's nothing there. Like, we, we looked completely around everywhere, and there was nothing We went back into the basement, and when I'm in the basement, I just feel awful. I feel nauseous. I just feel sick to my stomach. 
and I just start feeling very sad and I, I feel bad for the for what had happened to those people here so we're sitting in there we're asking questions I mean I've got no way to record anything so I'm saying hey make a noise if you're here you know just simple questions like that nothing had happened and I said I finally looked at him and said man I think we should go and as soon as I said that the biggest crash from the other side of the room of the basement it was like someone just threw something and we went we looked around we we were like what the hell was that and you know we couldn't see anything and we saw that some stuff fell off a shelf was it pushed did it fall i don't know we we just decided like hey let's just let's stay down here for a little bit longer than let's go then we heard footsteps again outside and we got quiet i turned the light off the footsteps are getting closer and closer and closer finally I look down and the ovulus box is on and the ovulus box said go and for some reason I was like this is just too much of a coincidence for this thing to turn on until I said we got to go now so we leave we bolt out of there we're running through the woods to get back to where we could get on the main road and get out of there. And as we're running, we hear something say, hey. Like, but it wasn't like a normal voice. It was like, hey, it was a real deep voice. Like, a, just a terrifying voice. And it gave us more pep in our step, and we ran. So I, the next morning, I felt like somebody was in there that shouldn't have been there, and I went to that neighbor's house whose family owned the house. And I told him, I said, hey, we were here last night. I don't know if that was you that came out and caught us there. I said, I'm sorry. I didn't want to knock on the door. He goes, no, 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 no. You guys are fine. He goes, like, I told you guys, you guys can come out here. And I said, well, there's somebody was walking around out here and they yelled hey at us. And I don't know if somebody's trying to break and, you know, do something to the house or if there's maybe some homeless guys living there or whatever. He said that we weren't the only group that has said that, that has gone there to investigate that house and has said that to him. And he said he doesn't know what it is. He doesn't want to know what it is. And that was the end of that. And this was so many years ago, guys. And now the house has been rebuilt. It was torn down. It was rebuilt. It's a gorgeous house. Um, But not long after that, when I drove by, there was a for sale sign out there. So I don't know you know, what had transpired between then and, you know, now if the family was hearing things or whatever, and then they just decided they couldn't take it no more and they just, you know, left. So that is the story of the murder house that is, that I believe is very haunted by something. And perhaps I don't know if the spirits were telling us to get out because there was somebody bad there or it was just an angry spirit itself. But I got to thinking because I said I told the story of the Chop Chop House last night, and I was, it just made me remember this house that I investigated before, and I was like, oh man, you know that that sounds about right, and that's that's a good story. So when I said yesterday that while I was saying the Chop Chop House that there would be another murder house, this was the murder house, and guys, it was just it was it was one of the scariest haunts that I had been to, to be honest with you, one of the scariest investigations because. Things were just happening that was just out of the norm for an investigation at that point for me. 
that things were just happening very crazy-like. So I hope you guys enjoyed tonight's episode, and uh, you guys can always go to ParanormalInkOhio.com. There you can check out some old ghost hunts and ghost stories. Check out our crystals and the powers that they hold. You can check out the sage bundles for all cleansing needs, the pendants, the necklaces, the bracelets, the jewelry that goes along with the crystals. From there, you can go to Paranormal Link Ohio group. That is our group page on Facebook. There we talk about all things paranormal. Uh, You guys give me ideas for shows, and I will do the research, and I will come up with the show. I will give you guys a shout-out, or I'll have you guys on the show. There, you can go to Paranormal Link Ohio on TikTok and YouTube. There, on YouTube, I am putting full episodes of the podcast on there, and I'm putting some partial episodes on TikTok. That way, you guys can come check out the the podcast channel on all podcast formats. Is the Paranormal Inc. Ohio podcast. That is every day I'll have a new episode. Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, they will be at 10 p.m., then Thursday and Friday, they will be at 8 p.m. Saturday and Sunday, again, will be 10 p.m. Because I'm live Thursday nights on Facebook at 10 p.m. with a discussion in the paranormal and have some ghost stories. Like some live stories like I've told now, but just live. And Friday is our Fear Friday Lives at 10 p.m. on Facebook. There we go to an in-depth conversation about the paranormal. And we also do live investigations, guys. So check us out there. I hope you guys enjoyed tonight's episode. Thank you so much for listening and coming back again for another episode. I love you guys so, so much. And I hope you guys have a great day. And you will hear again from me tomorrow night at 8 p.m. And then 10 p.m. we'll be live on Facebook. Have a good day, guys. Bye, everybody.